When I look at this building coming together, Swami planned it so well that we will be here for the opening of it. Projects like this don't just happen. I, I work in the infrastructure space. I'm very familiar with construction projects. And to dream of something like this, to build something like this for mass number of people is not an easy project. It's visionaries like this who've had the patience, who've had the resilience to, to see this through. They're sitting in front of us today. And now I now have the pleasure of inviting one of them and followed by another. I would like to invite Sri S.S. Naganand uh, to address us. He hails from a family of lawyers. He's been blessed and graced by Swami since he was nine years old. He's a trustee of the Sri Satyasai Central Trust, as well as the trustee of the Sri Satyasai Media Foundation. He's very active professionally and very well regarded globally. He runs his own law practice. And what really caught my attention with his profile was his commitment to society where he also runs a pro bono practice helping people who need legal assistance but cannot afford it. I have now the joy of inviting Sri S.S. Naganand to address us. Om Sri Sai Ram. My most reverential and loving pranams at Divine's Lotus Feet of Bhagavan Sri Satya Sai Baba. According to the program, we are supposed to have lunch at 12.30. So you have a lawyer standing in front of you. So that is an impossible task now. The only challenge is how long you'll be able to hold your hunger because I'm going to speak for about one hour. <laughs> Somebody asked uh, an audience, uh, how long will you be speaking? They asked the speaker. Uh, the, rather, the speaker was asked, how long will you be speaking? Then the audience was listening to him and then uh, uh, he said, I'm going to be speaking for one hour. So from the audience, the organizers told him, you can speak any longer also, but after 20 minutes, nobody will be here. <laughs> so I don't want anything like that to happen because Dr. Mohan is going to follow me and I want some audience for him also. <laughs> So, I'll try to be as brief as I can. The subject which was allotted to me, I was supposed to be a speaker tomorrow, was uh, lighting the lamps of love in the Sai centers. I think it's a beautiful topic. And we often talk about love, we often talk about seva, we often talk about, we re refer to each other as brother, sister. All this is out of a fraternal feeling that we have. But the role of the center president is a very mixed role. Uh, he or she must lead from the front, no doubt about that. That means that the leader should be completely involved in everything that is happening. There's nothing like, I'm not doing this, somebody else is doing this. Uh, like, you know, you have the cabinet in the Indian government, you have a minister for health, you have a minister for railways. Some railway problem happens, the health minister is not concerned. Doesn't work like that. Central leader, you are the repository of everything. And we are an organization which is voluntary. Therefore, these voluntary organizations have their own culture, have their own plus points, have their own minus points. 
Now, the plus point is that everybody comes together of their own volition. Nobody forces somebody to come. But the minus point is that many of them leave because they didn't get what, was, what they were expecting. So it's a lender leader's uh, very important role to find out what is it that somebody, when he joins, what is it that he or she is expecting? And what is it that the organization is offering for him? What is the center that is offering? Like, you know, we see many centers, somebody is very much interested in bhajan singing. He or she will take care of everything. But it's the same person, if you ask them to go and do a Narayan Seva somewhere, they're a little hesitant. Not that they don't want to do, but it's not their choice. So I think the center leader has a very delicate role to play. And that delicate role is to identify for yourself as to who requires what, what is the preference of somebody? That if you know it, then you will be able to tackle it accordingly. But where does this lighting the lamps of love come? Because when a group of people come together, you now there is a chemistry between human beings. The minute I see somebody, I just you know sort of fall in love with that person. I like him so much. But the minute I see somebody else in my heart, you know, I get a kind of a knot to say, you know, I think better I sit somewhere away far away from that person. These kind of human feelings we all get. So in every organization, we have that. So what is it that the center leader is supposed to do? He or she is supposed to identify what are these characteristics of people which are making them stick together or go apart and then see what we can do about it. There's something we can all do because if there is an ailment, there is a cure for it. Only thing we have to find the right type of medicine. So the important leadership role of the center leader is exactly this. Now, how do you go about doing this? I'm uh, tempted to quote from uh, the ancient Rigveda. It's uh, two or three verses. I'll narrate it and then explain to you what it means. This is the message. This is the mantra which the leaders must have in their mind, which he or she must slowly communicate to the other people and tell them, look here, this is our object. Now you came here for something, we have to love each other, we have to do things together, we are here not for any personal benefit, nobody comes to a 70 meeting for any sitting fees or travelling, TA, DA, Swami always used to say, you know, Sai organization, no TA, no DA, no salary, no sitting fee. Many times I've heard Bhagwan mentioning this, which means we all come together because we want to be near Swami, we want to be in the midst of people who are thinking of Swami, who also resonates Swami in a way, because you know, if you sit next to Mr. Chakravarti, you cannot obviously feel anything other than devotion for Bhagwan. You know, it's just sort of, uh, what shall I say, just slowly trickles on to you. I mean, the kind of uh, devotion that he has had, the kind of uh, uh, blessing that he has had from Swami, and his attitude, that is most important. You know, you uh, efface yourself. You don't know who you are. You know, I, I, I can't resist mentioning this before I go to the mantra. You know, I used to come quite often to Pushparti. I used to see a gentleman just before Swami comes for darshan. He will come very quickly, tip-top, very beautifully, fantastically dressed and come and sit down in one place, close his eyes and then go away. This used to happen many times. I never knew who he was. It was Mr. Chakravarti, of course. And he didn't know me. Maybe he knew me, but he never had occasion to talk to me. So, only year, some time later, for the first time I was introduced to him in the Bangalore airport, when both of us were asked to go to Jamnagar for some work of Swami. Till then I didn't know him. 
The thing is, he is so self-effacing, there is no need for you to introduce yourself to anybody. You are in Swami's work. Therefore, everything else is not material. Your concentration, your drishti must be Swami. And our drishti who is sitting there in the darshan also should be Swami. We should not be seeing who is wearing good sari, who is wearing something else, who is talking about this, that. So, this is a quality which I imbibe from him. So, I am saying these good qualities are everywhere there. So, we need to look at those qualities and see how you can imbibe them. So, this is a mantra which gives us some tip as to how we should uh, encompass everybody and what should be the uh, mission statement of the Sai movement. Sangachatvam samvadatvam samvomanansi janatam devabhagahyata purve sanjananam upasate that means, how should we move? We should move in harmony. Sangha Chattvam. How, how should we speak? Speak in one voice. Samvadatvam. Speak in one voice. And how should your mind be? Your minds must be in agreement. And how is it? They are giving a simile now. You know, most of the Vedic mantras, you think it's some very esoteric stuff. But really they are speaking about practical things. And they give a simile. They say, it should be like how when the great yogis did sacrifice and they got some prasadam, how they shared it among themselves. That is the test. That's exactly how you should share. Then the next mantra says, Samaniva akutihi samana hrudayaniva samanamastu o mano yathava susaha hitaha. That means, Samaniva Akuti. That means our intentions and aspirations should be one. When we are in the Sai organization, what more do we have? We have only one aspiration and that is to please Bhagavan, to act in such a way that our life becomes pure, our life becomes an example for others. And, you know, many times people should come to you and say, you are Swami devotee, you know, I, I appreciate you because this is how you people conduct yourself. Now, there is a small, uh, in the Freemasons uh, uh, world, there is, a, you know, one, one, uh, one part of the ceremony, they say that how should a Freemason meet and how should a Freemason act is a question. So, the answer to that is you meet on the plum. That means you are always doing the right thing, the straight thing. There is nothing crooked. So, if the leaders believe that I don't have any agenda, my agenda is only to motivate everybody around me and to do things in the best way possible so that the organization and this, the center is going on well. Then further, the same mantra continues. Now, what is it that should unify us? The unification process is the objective, common objective. Samanamastu o mano yathava susaha Sati. That means our intentions are same. Our goal is the same. A center president, what is your goal? It's not that you want to sit down in a big chair and say order, order and things like that. It, there's nothing like that. You are one among everybody and you are the first among everybody because you somebody has to chair a meeting and somebody has to look after other people and overall manage it. If you bear this in mind, I think this, if this mantra is born in mind, it would be very easy to light the lamps of love in the Sai uh, centers. That's the only way in which you can do it. Because you have to sacrifice yourself. You have to look beyond yourself. 
and you have to overcome your prejudices because we all have certain likes dislikes prejudices prides things like those we have to try it's a slow process i agree it's a difficult process but the beginning has to be made somewhere so let us all pray to bhagwan please guide us in this way please help us to achieve this and let us bear this mantra in mind and you can go to google and search for this mantra you will get it with lot of commentary and everything reflect on it and i think that seems to be the good way to go forward thank you very much i won't be holding you much longer for your lunch sai ram